Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Cyclone Midtown, death toll rises to 12, boats and tractors used in rescue efforts in rain hit Chennai. Situation in Gaza getting worse by the hour, says the World Health Organization. UK to ban foreign care workers from bringing dependents imposes higher salaries threshold for visas. Delhi court grants bail to former Indian Air Force official arrested for spying for Pakistan's ISI. 13 member crime branch team takes over investigation of Kullam child abduction case. Let's get into the details. A dozen people lost their lives in various rain-related incidents in and around Chennai while personnel on fishing boats and farm tractors were engaged in rescuing stranded people on Tuesday. The city and adjoining districts faced relentless rains on Monday as a severe cyclonic storm Mikjom loomed over the north coastal areas of Tamil Nadu. 11 others who sustained injuries in rain-related incidents were receiving treatment in various hospitals, officials said. Since Tuesday morning most parts of Chennai experienced a respite from rains allowing officials to focus on rescue and relief operations in affected areas. Tamil Nadu Chief Minister MK Stalin stated that relief measures were being undertaken on a war footing. Stalin mentioned that across the nine affected districts including Chennai a total of 61666 relief camps were established. Approximately 11 lakh food packets and 1 lakh milk packets have been distributed so far he said. The Chennai Corporation has brought in 5000 workers from other districts for flood mitigation works in the city. He noted that the handling of the situation was far better compared to the 2015 floods when the AIA DMK was in power. A World Health Organization official in Gaza said on Tuesday the situation was deteriorating by the hour as Israeli bombing has intensified in the south of the Palestinian enclave around the cities of Khan Yunis and Rafah. Richard Peepercon, WHO representative in Gaza, told reporters that the humanitarian aid reaching Gaza was way too little and said the WHO was deeply concerned about the vulnerability of the health system in the densely populated enclave as more people move further south to escape the bombing. Peepercon said WHO had complied with an Israeli order to remove supplies from warehouses in Khan Yunis. He said WHO had been told the area would most likely become an area of active combat in the coming days. Meanwhile, Qatar's Emir on Tuesday called on the UN Security Council to force Israel to return to the negotiating table over the war in Gaza, saying the inaction by the international community in halting the conflict was shameful. Qatar, where several political leaders of Hamas are based, has been leading negotiations between the Palestinian militant group and Israel. Those talks led to a truce that ultimately lasted for 7 days before hostilities resumed on Friday. During the truce, Hamas released dozens of hostages held in Gaza in exchange for hundreds of Palestinian prisoners, and Israel followed humanitarian aid to flow into the coastal strip. Israel launched its assault to wipe out Hamas in retaliation for an October 7th cross-border attack when militants killed 1,200 people and seized 240 hostages, according to Israeli tallies. In eight weeks of warfare, the Gaza Health Ministry said at least 15,899 Palestinians, 70% of them women or under 18s, have been killed. In a setback to Indians aspiring to migrate to the United Kingdom for better job prospects, the UK government on Monday tabled a tough new set of measures to bring down the country's immigration numbers. The new rules include a much higher salary threshold for foreign workers to access skilled visas. 
Other measures included stopping foreign health workers bringing in family members on their visas, increasing the surcharge migrants have to pay to use the health service by 66%, and raising the minimum income for family visas. Indian nationals represent the largest group of students granted leave to in the post-study graduate visa route. The group also has the second highest number of dependents in the UK. For those applying under other skilled worker visa routes, the annual salary threshold for an application will rise from the current £26,200 to £38,700. The minimum income for family visas has also risen to £38,700. Health and social workers would be exempt from this threshold. The latest visa crackdown comes in the wake of record-high immigration figures released by the Office for National Statistics earlier this month, which revealed that the net migration to the UK stood at 6,72,000. The official statistics also showed that India dominates the tally of skilled workers, medical professionals and students from overseas. While the health and care visa figures registered a 76% rise in Indian applicants, the skilled worker route saw a small decline of 11% to drop from 20,360 visas in the year ending September 2022 to 18,107 in the year ending this September. A Delhi court has granted bail to a former Indian Air Force official who allegedly shared secret information with intelligence operatives suspected to be backed by Pakistan's ISI, after being honey-trapped, noting he has already spent more than seven years in jail, half the maximum sentence prescribed for the alleged offence. Additional Sessions Judge Aparna Swamy granted the relief to Ranjit KK, who was a leading aircraft man, a junior-ranking official below a corporal with the Indian Air Force posted in Batinda. The accused was charged for the offence punishable under Section 3 of the Official Secrets Act, the maximum punishment for which is 14 years in jail. The judge noted that the conduct of the applicant in jail was satisfactory. Ranjit, a native of Malapuram in Kerala, had joined the Indian Air Force in 2010. He was booked under provisions of the Official Secrets Act. According to the prosecution, Ranjit was deceived by a cyber entity by the name Damini McNaught, who pretended to be an executive of a UK-based media firm and claimed she required from him some Air Force-related information for an article in her news magazine in exchange for pecuniary benefits. Ranjit allegedly shared confidential information with her, which mostly pertained to IAF exercises, aircraft movements and deployment of various units in exchange for money, police had said. Ranjit had also received a few voice-over internet protocol-based calls on his mobile phone, during which a female with British accent introduced herself as Damini McNaught and even interviewed him once. She later assigned him the task of getting more information, police said. The investigation in the case of abducting a six-year-old girl from Moyur in Kollam has been handed over to the crime branch. DIG R. Nishantini issued an order handing over the investigation into the case to the Kollam Rural District Crime Branch by Monday noon. A 13-member team led by Crime Branch DYSP M.M. Joes will investigate the case. Puyapulli Police were investigating the case till now. The development comes amid the abducted girl's brother, who is an eyewitness, stating that there were three men and a woman in the car in which the girl was abducted. However, the police have denied this claim and said the minor might have thought he saw more people as he struggled to save his sister from the speeding car. The crime branch has started the investigation to remove the ambiguity in the statements of the accused as well. Padma Kumar, a native of Chattanur who was arrested in the case, is lodged in Pujapura jail, while his wife Anita Kumari and daughter Anupama are lodged in the Atakulangara Women's Jail. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu Muladharan, with technical support from my debut studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.